Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the art that they do. And today it is my pleasure to have Norma Black with me today. She's a fellow student in the SVS Learn Children's Book Pro class. Hi, Norma. How are you doing today? Hi, Nancy. I'm so happy to be here today. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, I'm so excited because you were one of the really friendly um, classmates because um, I'm trying to remember, I think somehow in Instagram, we were kind of interacting on each other's posts and I was like, oh, she's so nice. And then, uh, and this goes into my questions, but you're also a teacher. I thought that was fantastic. People who are teachers are just really friendly and willing to share. So I appreciate that you were willing to do that. Oh, thanks. It, it's so fun to be able to interact with other artists and to, um, it's just, there's something so special about being able to do that because you get to be able to get some insight on them as well and, and a little bit of who they are. And so I love interacting with other Instagram artists and uh, other students in our class. That was fantastic. Wonderful. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about you? I'm sorry, I'll start talking to you all day. So yeah, share with the audience about yourself. Okay, so um, it was really funny because I was thinking like, how do I just share a little bit about myself? <laughs> so I will do my best not to make it too long. Um, but I am, first of all, the wife to an amazing husband who's just been the most supportive human being <laughs> in, in, in our marriage and, and, um, and I, within our family, you know, so it's been, he's just, it's been a joy. It's been 26 years that we've been married and, and every day it just gets better and better, honestly. So um, I'm super grateful for him and uh, doing life with him. And we have two amazing uh, young adults now that my son is, uh, at the moment, he is training uh, with special operations he wanted to be a physical therapist for many, many years. And then he just felt like that he really wanted to serve this amazing nation. Um, and so, uh, so that's what he's doing. And uh, my daughter uh, is a phenomenal human being and a wonderful artist as well. She's been my mentor in so many ways. Um, and you can find her at Ajuga B uh, on Instagram. She's just, yeah, she's just a delight. And we used to live overseas for many years. We traveled a lot and we've been to over 40 countries and just serving whatever uh, that nation needed. So um, that's what we did. We took a lot of teams from here, from the US, young adults and just exposing them to a different culture and a different language and different ways so that they could have a better perspective of uh, the world and also um, this nation. And uh, our kids grew up in their formative years in Bosnia-Herzegovina in the city of Sarajevo. So um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me and how I became an artist. Yeah. I, I think that I always was. Uh -huh. And I always doodled and I always, but I never saw it as a way to um, earn a living or for it to become a career until I started to become ill while we were in Sarajevo. And for some reason, it was something that just really brought encouragement to me. And I would sit and we couldn't walk a lot of times within um, the forests of Sarajevo because it was, there were so many landmines, but you can sit on the outskirts and you can just look at that beautiful nation. And I would just sit there and sketch. And, um, and then when we came back to the States, again, because of health issues, uh, I had a friend who kept saying, you need a journal. Oh, I can't journal. I don't journal. I have about 20 journals that have like one page filled out. And so I was like, I don't journal. And she's like, well, what about art journaling? And that 
changed my life, Nancy. And so I started to paint and I didn't even feel the pain that was in my body. Um, and it just, it just did something to me. And so I didn't stop and I haven't stopped and I'm a student. I will be a forever student, but I also love to be able to share the little that I know and, and, and my journey and how to go about art and what it does for, for you. Oh, that's fantastic. That is wonderful. And I will have to definitely check out your daughter's artwork. That is, that's amazing that you have a daughter artist. And I, we met through the SVS Learn. And those of you who are not familiar with it, it's called the School of Visual Storytelling. And it's an online school run by Will Terry, Jake Parker, and Lee White, which I thought they were amazing in the class. I mean, I I mean, I'm in a graduate school for illustration and that, and I took book illustration and that was wonderful, but it was like, they really leveled me up. I don't know about you, like, you know, how did you find the course? Why did you take it? You know, what is your interest in children's books? I'm sorry, that's a lot of questions at one time. <laughs> you know, take one at a time. Yeah, so the cool story is uh, my daughter and I both, would, as we did art together, we would watch all of Will Terry's uh, YouTube videos. And he's such an amazing teacher. And you can just tell through the, the YouTube videos, he never held anything back. So we had a friend one year who was um, going to do a Comic-Con and sell some of his art at Comic-Con. And um, my husband, who happens to know who Will Terry is very well, because he sees him in our home 24-7 on the TV, uh. um, was took a picture and was like, look who's here. And I was like, no way, it's Will Terry, you know. So we ran or well, drove over to, you know, downtown to go meet Will Terry. And Jake Parker was there as well. And so we just started talking to them and uh, they were, I mean, what you see in that course is what you get with them. They're incredibly genuine people that, that have such a heart to teach and to mentor, to really pour into others, to see them succeed as well as um, illustrators or in the art industry. So um, that's, that's how we, that's our connection there. And then they invited Annalise, my daughter, to uh, go for their SVS opening and to intern for that week. And so we spent time getting to know everybody even more so. And that was just an absolute delight for, for us. And, and Lee White was there, who is just as hilarious as he is in the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, just amazing. So, um, so my daughter was already taking those courses. Mm -hmm. And I realized, you know what, I need to, I need to do this. I need to really just go for it, you know? And so I started taking the courses as well, still just wanting to be a better artist, not necessarily getting to children's books, but um, yeah, long story short, because of all of my health issues, I just wasn't able to work, which was really frustrating for me. Um, and my daughter kept saying, mom, just do children's books. And I was like, no, 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 that is your arena. I do not want to step into that. Um, you know, I just wanted to keep that separate for me and not have her feel like I was like, you know, encroaching. And she was like, mom, this industry is big enough for both of us. Come on. And, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And, and she was like, I'll mentor you. And I, was, I thought that was super special. And that's what happened. And so uh, I got a book. Um, I'm working with an independent um, author and uh, was able to do my children's book with him. And she helped me and encouraged me and critiqued me all along the way. And 
that was just, it was so amazing, you know, because you spend all your life investing into your children and then to have it turn around and have her, you know, take time out of her schedule and her life to invest back into me was, was incredibly special. Wow. That is such an awesome story. And thank you so much for sharing that with me. I'm, I'm so glad that I connected with you. You're just like, you have just an amazing story about why you got into um, children's books. This is fascinating. And you also mentioned teaching, which I, I love teaching as well. And the things that, you know, you mentioned about what kind of teaching does for the teacher and how it makes you feel like I saw that you do a class on Skillshare and can you talk about that because I um, have taken some Skillshare classes and they are really really great for like kind of propping things up in certain areas and can you talk about your experience talk about what you teach or why you were drawn to teaching on Skillshare sure so as, as a teacher, you'll know that it's so important yes, to learn and to constantly grow, but we also know that it's important to give. And my life has been always a life of service and investing into others and, and looking how I can invest in others. Um, and so I had taken many Skillshare classes. It was just lovely to do as, you know, a sketchbook today. I need something, what can I, you know, what can I learn and, and how else can I expand in my, in, in my skill and my craft? And so I took many classes just to, you know, to be honing in. And I thought it's time for me to give back. And so, and I also figured, you know, it's a huge learning experience. This is supposed to be the age, you know, the digital age. And um, so, yeah, so I decided let's go for it. And um, boy, was it challenging. It was very challenging because you had to video and then you had to edit and, and my audio and my, and my video would never sync up or it start to sync up. And then it would, you know, I was like, oh my goodness. So, um, and I had to redo takes. And I also learned, which was fantastic, was um, that I didn't do it very well <laughs> because it's, it's very different than teaching one-on-one -on -one or teaching in the classroom. Mm -hmm to try to teach via video. And it's like, are they understanding this concept? Are they getting this? So uh, I've learned a lot. I learned how I'm learning how to make it better. And I'd like to do more to be able to, um, yeah, continue to pour, you know, what I know into others. Can you talk about what um, areas of expertise you decided to focus on in your still share class? I'm just curious, and maybe the audience might be curious. Yeah, so I, I do watercolors. That is just, that's my medium. Um, I wish I could say digital because <laughs> I know that's the one that I need to really focus on. Um, but, you know, though you can do some digital, you can do watercolor brushes in digital. I haven't mastered it to make it look like it's truly watercolors. Um, and I just, I love the, I, I've heard this said so many times, but it's so true. It's just a magical medium. It's, it just does something to watch it ebb and flow and mix and come alive right in front of you. It's, I, there's nothing like it. Oh, I agree. I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist and like I spent a year doing digital and it was not my happy place. And I realized, I think everybody is different at the end of the day and you got to do what, what your gut tells you. And if you can, I don't know, I think if you can deliver it digitally, then it's all fine. I don't, I don't know. Right. But, you know, like what we've been learning in our class, right, it's, it's, uh, they look for those who work digitally because it's faster. 
that's that's true i just i i don't know it just takes so long and i i don't know and, and everybody's different it just i i got to a point where uh, my back was killing me and i was going cross-eyed in front of my computer and i was like you know what i don't mind doing some of it digitally but i like mixing it up and i like I like the traditional i like i like painting and there's something i don't know it just sometimes it's just nice to get to back to traditional and then um, absolutely yeah and, and i've learned to do because yeah. my daughter she does work digitally she's she's done four or five books already and oh, she's really? just i mean like she can whip them out she's amazing yeah. wow. and i sit there and i fight more with my ipad than i do anything else so i've just i've learned to do like the sketches on that that's great because then i can oh man that angle of that face and i can just switch it so much faster than having to erase it all and redo the whole image mm -hmm. um so that's been really a great tool mm -hmm. and then um i'll print it out and then use my light box to place it and then uh, use my watercolors over it so oh awesome so um you mentioned that you prefer watercolor and you kind of went into like why and everything so this is not a question that i originally sent you so because then you have something that you could submit uh because i'm assuming like you're you're scanning i just had a curious are you scanning your watercolors or are you taking a photograph to give to your clients yeah so i some i had a lot of people who really gave me a lot of great advice and yeah. so many of them who are already in the industry as well they do take photographs of them uh -huh. I just could not get the lighting equal all around the, the page and so I did it in the shade I did it outside I did it in a different lighting in the house and I just didn't feel like it did it justice so I found um someone who uh the, they're a Minuteman press that work here and they have a graphic designer also on staff and she did a fantastic job really keeping the, the trueness of the watercolor, the, the texture and, and the vibrancy. And I was so happy. I was really impressed with, with their work. So yeah, so I ended up scanning them and then sending them uh, to the author. Oh, cool. Thanks for that tip. That's always good to hear just how different people do things um, with their, you know, if they're doing traditional, because I, um, you know, I just like to hear how everybody does their process. It's just kind of like insightful. You never know. You can always pick up something from that. Absolutely. So, who are some artists and illustrators that inspire you? So I love artists who um, do things or, or, or illustrate things that are you just don't see that aren't possible, but yet you see them in their work and they are. Mm -hmm. So of course, you know, you always love the the classics and, and the beauty of the lighting and the, you know all of that but um right now i try to follow people that are doing it right now and i love to watch the process and so of course lee white i mean i have to say lee white he's so much fun he's fun as a person and you can also see it in his work and and that's what i eventually i that's what i aspire to is being able to do something that that you can just see my personality within that work and the imagination that that man has. Oh my gosh, you know. So I, I really like that. And um, you know, people that that where you have jellyfish used that are used as lanterns that you know are supposed to be in the ocean, but they're up in the sky. You know, or clocks growing out of trees. I just I love all of that, and it just it's so important to always stay in touch with the child within you. Mm -hmm. Um, for so many reasons it just keeps you full of faith and positivity 
and hope, you know, because that's just what kids are. They just believe anything is possible, right? And so I, I love that. And, and that's what I want to, and that's what I aspire to. So, so I love Lee White. There's a, a Russian um, artist uh, that's on Instagram as well. And um, her name is Julie uh, Tochilina. And uh, she, she does the same thing where it's houses inside um, bottles and um, on stilts or growing out of someone's head. It's just I'm like, I love it just, I, I don't know, it inspires me every time I see it. It just makes me so happy. And I'm like, yeah, I love that. You know, it's something that we haven't imagined, but does exist out there, you know, in someone's imagination. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I won't, I won't mention to, we won't mention to Will Terry or Lee White or Jake Parker because they always <laughs> talk about that in the podcast. Who's the favorite, I guess. Or <laughs> they say I am or whatever they say. Yeah. So we won't <laughs> let them, the others know, but that's, that's funny. Yeah. I find that you do kind of like when I listen to their podcast, it's like, there's certain things about their artwork and their personality. I think, you know, individually you kind of gravitate to the way they're talking about their work or how they've experienced life and that's great so you have a, a family you have your illustration work how do you balance that you know work life you know you know and teaching that's you know it's so funny when when you had uh, sent me that question i was like is there such a thing as work-life balance no, i don't know because i um, I really, I, I do try to work when everybody else is working. So I try to make it, I try to make it like an eight to five job. Okay. Um, and then when my husband comes home, that our evenings are ours and, um, and that we do things on the weekend when he's off so that we, you know, can continue that, that work-life balance easier said than done. You know, there's sometimes that, you know, when you have deadlines, it's like, all right, I'm going to be gone for this next couple of weeks or maybe this month. You're not going to see me, you know, because I'm just going to be working on my the illustrations or I have that deadline. Um, but in general, I just make sure that I, um, someone, I heard someone say this once and actually it was really great advice actually to my son and, mm -hmm. and do what you're good at from eight to five and do what you love in the weekends and in the evenings. And so I thought, well, that's perfect. You know, so I, I really do what I, when I'm good at and, you know, and then I just, I love being with my family. I love uh, being able to invest in them. And, and so um, that's what I, I, I try. And I think that that really does keep it, everything balanced um, so that I'm taking care of myself, taking care of my family, and then also being able to pour into my art and um, into others. Cause that's definitely a priority. Awesome. Great. I mean, I find it difficult. I have a, have a family and it's just, they get, they get, you know, it's hard. I don't know. I, I hope one day that there'll be something that I can have, I don't know, like a timer that goes ding. And then you must go to the next thing. Ding. go to the Cause I'm very bad about it. Like I'll just keep, I don't know that the drawing, the painting, what it, it just keeps like, Oh, I don't know. It's, it's definitely difficult. I, I, you know, I, when we lived in Bosnia, um, I was homeschooling our kids and also running a team and we were also coordinating teams from different parts of the world who would come and help us rebuild the parks because they of being the parks were destroyed from from the war and so um, there was nothing for families to go to and so that's what we were focusing on and I kept saying you know once I once I learn Bosnia I'm just going to focus on learning Bosnia and and running this team and then I'm just going to focus completely on the kids and and I, even though they're my priority, I looked, but I was looking at back at it and I was like, wow, that's not what, what I was, what, what I was living. 
you know, and, and I realized it's not like, it's not like a scale. It's completely intertwined, you know, your, your family and your life and everything. And you invite them into what you're doing and, and you get invited into what they're doing. And I think that's more realistic as opposed to seeing it like a scale. Thank you so much for that advice. And then are there any current projects that, or future projects that you're working on that you can share with us? Yes. So I, um, I'm getting to put together two things that I love, which are families and art. And so what I'm doing is creating, uh, my project is to, it's called Conversations That Create, that, that Connect. I've had a lot of families throughout the years that have said, you know, you have such a great relationship with your kids and, and how do you do that? And, and now they're teenagers and how they're talking to you still. And, and I was like, well, you know, you have to be incredibly intentional. As you know, parenting is, you know, you don't, you don't become a good parent and you don't raise great kids just because you have good intentions. Like you have to put in the work even when you don't want to, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, even, so you have to start when they're young. You have to start when they're young to, to get them to talk and learn how to communicate what they're feeling and uh, what they're thinking. And, and so, um, so that's the project that I'm working on is creating. Um, I, I can't say too much just oh, yet, okay. but yeah, but it's, it's, I'm really excited about it. And I'm excited to put it out there for families to use to create those conversations between them and their children. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we could definitely use more of that now that we're spending a lot more time usually. Yeah. Well, if you're stuck <laughs> at home with your family, you know, so definitely right. good communication skills can ha help a lot. Definitely. Because um, it's easy. It's so easy to get busy in what you're doing and they're they're busy with what they're doing and it's like hey how are you doing good good you know okay how was your day great okay but it's like you know there's going to be a time that you really need to know more and they're going to be like why are you even asking me this you know it's like well it's if you created it from the very beginning then it's not odd and they can really open up their heart and share and ask for advice or you know mentor them in a way that they they so desperately need wonderful so what's something you would tell yourself if you could go back in time about your art journey? Yeah, I would definitely tell myself, do not quit. Keep, you know, keep doing art, keep drawing, keep painting. Um, and I think that, that all of us as, as humans, we start out incredibly creative. Mm -hmm. And I haven't met a child who doesn't love crayons and doesn't love, you know, the watercolors and just one color or mixing many colors. And then as we get older, we stop and, um, and then maybe pick it up later on. Um, but I think that, that it's so important and it, I wish I wouldn't have stopped, you know, that I would have just kept drawing and uh, kept doodling and uh, just, I would have kept drawing. That's what I would have told myself, don't stop, keep doing it. Very, very sage advice. So my next question is one of those deep questions I always ask all my guests, after you've created all the art that you've wanted to make, what would be three final truths you would leave behind? So um, I think that it would be to, um, to have hope, to stay positive, and to um, keep dreaming. That's, those are the three things that I, I hope that my, that I can invest into others, that I hope that my, my art, you know, says that and that um, as I pass on, that, that that's something that people can, can see and hopefully feel. And uh, I think that those things are so important, you know, and, and sometimes we focus so much on academics or what's right in front of us. And, I, and we'd be better problem solvers too, right? If we could just 
keep dreaming and keep positive because then you just, uh, there's nothing that stops your imagination. Do you know what I mean? And so um, I think that we would be much better problem solvers if we could just keep dreaming, you know? And so, yeah, that's, that's what I would hope. That's lovely. And then the last question for the audience is, um, where can people see your work? So my website is under construction. So right now it's going to be Nor at Norma Creates on Instagram. Oh, cool. Yeah, and as soon as my uh, website is finished, and um, then I will definitely post it on my Instagram okay. so that uh, people can see my portfolio and um, see where to get my art and how we can uh, partner or collaborate together. Very nice. Wonderful. Well, I'll put um, that information in the description box for um, the people who I want appreciate to that. No problem. No, that's something that I, I didn't get to share, but I, that's what I love about doing children's books oh, is being able to collaborate with others. You know, everybody has their dream, right? There's so, I've met so many others and I can't believe, and maybe you probably have, have too, Nancy, where, you know, you're talking to people, what do you do? And I'm, like, I'm an illustrator or I'm a children's book illustrator. I have a book that I wrote, you know, and I'm like, how many people have these books? I mean, they just come out of the woodwork everywhere I go. And so, um, I think it's just amazing to be able to partner with these people who have this dream, but, but, you know, didn't have an illustrator. And so I, I love being able to be a part of that. Um, and then just watching them as they see their, their dream come true with the illustrations. Oh, I love that so much. Awesome. Well, it's been a delight chatting with you, Norma. And um, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out of your busy day to speak with me. Um, my yeah. pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. Wonderful. Well, thank you everybody for listening to my creative life. Bye. <laughs>